What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you are tuned in to Kinda Neat. Thank you for tuning in, as always. As you can probably already hear just a little bit in my voice, it is that time of the year. It is cold and flu season, and your boy always catches a cold, as you can hear. So, bear with me. Our guest today, Overcast, he was also a little sick, so both of us are a little snorty in coffee, but hopefully it's not too, too bad. Which brings us to kind of the topic of the moment. I don't know when this is out or when this is going to come out. So like it might already be like three months late and everybody's like figured out the solution and the vaccine and there's no more problem with it or anything. But right now it's kind of scary out here. Fucking coronavirus is it's starting to seem pretty serious in the last couple of days. And there's not a lot of accurate information out. And this is not the first huge fuck up of this administration, obviously, like you got Hurricane Maria, whereupon more people died in Hurricane Maria because of government inaction than people died in 9-11, apparently. But this coronavirus does seem like the administration is really fucking dropping the ball and people are dying because of it or getting sick or whatever because of it. And it's just kind of scary. And like I said, not a lot of accurate information out right now. The government seems to be withholding a lot of information, perhaps. I'm not trying to sound conspiratorial, but like for all the articles I've read and all the headlines and whatever, like I still barely actually know what the fucking actual symptoms are or how people are actually dying from it. Everybody wants to tell you something different. Like when you're out talking, everybody's talking about the coronavirus right now, but everybody seems to have different anecdotal fucking evidence or whatever. And it's just like all the things that have been happening for the last four years with like quote unquote fake news and just the idea that the government is trying to make journalism feel less authentic, trustworthy, or stable. It's all kind of coming to a culmination with this coronavirus shit for me. And it's it's just kind of weird, man. Is this the beginning of the zombie apocalypse? Do I need to put some nails through my bat and make a spiked bat? I'm not sure. Like, what if this is the pandemic where the zombies come? I'm not sure. That said, I don't have coronavirus. I don't think. It's just a fucking cold. But it's obnoxious because it's just bad timing for this cold because everybody's having babies right now and I'm not being able to see them. My, my neighbor just had a baby and I only got to see it one day and then two days later I got sick so I haven't been able to go back over and see the baby. And he's so cute. And then um, Mia, my wife's brother, well, Mia is my wife, my wife's brother, they just had their kid, and I haven't been able to see him just because, like, they live far away. They live in, down in Oceanside, but because of timing and because of me being sick, I've not been able to meet him yet, and he's, like, already almost a month old. And so, yeah, shitty. I hate being sick. I can't wait for it to go away, but hopefully by the next episode, my voice will be back to normal and my nose will not sound so stuffed. That said... I hope you are in good health and good spirits. Today on the show, we have a young man named Overcast, who is just a, an absolute joy and a delight. I'm going to be completely transparent here. This was our second fucking full podcast that we recorded because I fucked up and... Right after he left, I had to record some VO stuff, like some voiceover stuff, and I don't know how to use GarageBand that well. And I didn't realize that if you press Command S, meaning save, instead of save as, which is a, an accident that I was bound to eventually make, all your undo states go away. So his files were disappeared. They were gone because I accidentally pressed save instead of save as. And 
Oh my god, yesterday when we did the first version, what a travesty. I fucking went home, I spent 40 bucks on a file recovery thing, and I ran like a deep scan on my hard drive trying to see if I could get the wave back that maybe was hidden in some temp file far down in my drive, and it wasn't. And I'm sure all of you are going to start Googling and going how to find a missing GarageBand file, and you're going to go through the same process that I did, and people will probably DM me and go, oh, well, did you try this? You probably didn't try this. I fucking tried everything. And, <laughs> and it got to a point where I was like, what do I do? Do I tell them that I had a computer crash and just release the performance and say sorry about the podcast? Do I fucking do I tell them the truth and and have him be upset and think that maybe I did it on purpose because it wasn't good? Or, you know, I was supposed to have another episode today and as luck would have it, they had to cancel because of something else. And so I was like, you know what? that's serendipity. This is meant to happen. I'm just going to call him and I'm going to see if he'll make the time to come back to the studio, which I hate to waste people's time. You know what I mean? Like time is very fucking important. And one thing that I never try to do is waste people's time. And that's why, you know, every episode of this show only takes about two hours for somebody to record. And some of them end up with 20 million views. That's some of the best return on investment of time that you could probably ever have. You know what I'm saying? And so I just really felt bad about wasting his time and fucking it up but he came back in and we did the second one and i probably if i wouldn't have told you guys that this was the second one you wouldn't have even known because you know what we started off on a different path and we ended up on a different path and i learned more about him the second time than i did even the first time and so (laughs) yeah all that being said this is a great episode and forget everything i just told you and just pretend like it was our first conversation because we certainly did and it's great this is a guy i'm gonna stay in touch with he's a really dope kid i found out about him because he had a huge beat placement on the last earl record and um, his work with mavi and pink sifu and navy blue and some of these other dudes has has really put him on my radar so i'm excited about him he's young he's got a bright future his beats are amazing his raps are really dope and that's it tune in tap in this is overcast so how was the show last night the show was tight um it was a uh, very like Tucked off. Very what? Tucked off cafe. Oh, yeah. Like, the music was tight. Um, The sound was good. I thought the sound... I was kind of worried about the sound. It's like cafe, like big acoustics. But it it, it worked out fine. Like, people was hyped. People showed up? Mm Mm-hmm. That's good, man. Who all played? You? Me. um, TV Blonde. Mm -hmm. Artists out here. um, Fouché. um, Damage. And uh, Jay Versace. Jay Versace. Yeah. He DJ'd. Yeah, he DJ'd, yeah. yeah. People don't know. Jay Versace's funny, but he's also musical he, as yo, hell. He got beats. He's got beats. Yes. He can sing. Yes. He's he, he's getting his music shit out there. I he wanna, like his I want to get him on this show. He's a t- yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a definitely. talented musician. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Did you have any super fans? Did you have anybody that surprised you? Like, oh man, you're my favorite rapper. I mean, I had people I had some dude like bring he was like, Yo, um, I saw your tweet and he brought me a Pop Tart. Oh shit. That's yeah, tight. so it was. I, I was tight. Nice. What what flavor pop tart? Just strawberry, plain. That's your shit. Yeah, I just ate a cherry pop tart last night. You're not down in LA very often, right? No, I want to come down here more though. While you're here, have you gotten to like link up with anybody and work on stuff? 
Not work on stuff yet. I think that's going to come with time. Mm-hmm. I'm just chilling, honestly. I don't even feel like working on shit. Where like did you stay while you were here? At Jay's house. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. From the Bay Area? Yeah. Yeah, what part? Oakland, California. Born and raised in Oakland? Yes. How does your family end up in Oakland? Um. So my mom was from Richmond, California. Yeah. My dad is from Arkansas, from Arkansas, lived in Chicago. And he came to Oakland. And then my mom, and then, like, I guess my, like, grandparents were in Oakland. So, like, it just kind of happened like that. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. We could have lived anywhere else, honestly. Your your grandparents on your mom's side are in Oakland already? Uh, my dad's side. On your dad's side. It's, what, it's what weird. They, okay, so it's like. What'd they move out there for? Uh, I don't even know. That's crazy. Yeah. It's weird, but it's, it's I got to explain this shit. My, uh, my dad's dad, which mm-hmm. is my grandfather, and my mom's auntie mm-hmm. are together. No way. <laughs> yeah. But that's like... Through marriage. Through, yeah. yeah, right, uh-huh. right. Yeah. And they when they, they met, my, my auntie introduced my mom to my dad. Like, this, 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 I'm, this is my um, my husband's yeah, son. Right. And she was like, oh, he cute. Yeah. And then they got together. That's so funny. So that's yeah. how they met. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Through them, yeah. No shit. So that's my auntie and my grandma, yeah. but my auntie... And he's my grandpa, so... Like, step-grandmother, basically. Yeah, but more my auntie. More, more your auntie. Yeah. She is, like, a grandma, though. Yeah. She passed away, though, last year. Oh, rest in peace, man. Yeah. That's sad to hear. What an interesting little family tree right there. Yeah. That's, That's shit crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta always explain that shit. Like, my, no, my, my, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your dad, was he, like, raised in Arkansas and then ended up in Chicago? Did he go to college or anything like that? Or, like, what I did don't, he do? Bro, I don't even know my dad's life. Like, I know, like, very, very few things. Really? Like, he was raised in Arkansas. You guys aren't I know close. he went... To, yeah, he's just like very like reserved. I okay, yeah. He he went to Chicago, um, lived there for a second. Was going all over. He was like in Michigan for a second, and then he came. To, I don't know. He just is like a done a lot of stuff in his life. Do you feel like you're reserved? Yeah, I get it from him. You get it from him. Yeah, I'm very reserved. Th- that got passed down. Yeah. Is your mom reserved or is she outgoing? Outgoing. She's more outgoing. Yeah, she's hella outgoing. What does she do for work? Social work. Oh, social work. Yeah. I've been getting a lot of like. Uh, musicians with social worker parents on the show too that's like another yeah. like ongoing theme you yeah. know yeah that's so interesting and then you got family up in the bay too like brothers and sisters mm-hmm. and one brother, sister, yeah. a, one brother one sister yeah. and are you the oldest or youngest i'm the youngest so you're the baby uh-huh. were you spoiled because of that at all um, or more protected probably, i probably was when i was younger for like a second yeah then i think i don't know i'm, I'm sure i was because I, I remember like christmas time I got hella gifts, like, because I, I was still the little kid, yeah. and they were, like, 13, 14, oh. 15, like, you feel me? They were older. Oh, so you're, like, sociologically, you're kind of like an only child then. If yeah, they're they, that much they, older they than dipped, you, yeah, they, they were they, gone they by the time. At, like, when I was, let me see, my sister left at, like, 19 years old. So you were, like, five, probably. I was, like, no, 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 no. So my sister's two years older than me. My uh, brother's six years older than oh, me. Oh, okay. I was, like... That's my like teen years. I got you. I was like, okay. I thought you meant when you were a baby, baby. They were thirteen and fourteen and shit. Yeah, no, 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 no. But like when I was younger, they were like older. They were still older, so they were. I was into like toys, and they were going off. They were into other shit. Yeah, right. There was like a disconnect, but um, and they they did at like nineteen. My brother went to college. She left, and I was in the house for like the rest of my life. It would just be my mom and my dad. So yeah. I kind of was, yeah, essentially. a little bit. But not really, but yeah. What did you do as a kid in Oakland? Like, what were you into? I was in the crib. I was I was just 
into arts. So like watching shit, watching a lot of cartoons. I used to draw a lot. Yeah. Um I used to listen. I didn't I didn't get into music until I got my first PSP. And I put hella music on that shit. Oh, the PSP. Yeah, in like oh, 2010 or 2009. Wow. Yeah. PSP Slim, yeah. So the little PSP joint that that's you got like uh what I you could a, get SIM cards that you I could put music SD on or card, something? Yep. Yeah. And uh you could download it from the PSP. Yeah. Uh, internet. So I was on this a website called downloads.nl. Yeah. And yeah. I just type in an artist. Yeah. Like my first song on there was Ice Cube, A Good Day. Today was a good day? Yeah. Oh, that's one of I was my favorite rap songs of, that of all shit. time. Yeah, that I was like, this beat is crazy. That's one of those songs yeah. where, where you know like if they say, Oh, you have to recite a song mm-hmm. to get into heaven that would be the one for me because I'd be like I'm not gonna fuck this one up yeah, yeah I love that song. song and then I was like putting Daft Punk and shit on there I was into some weird shit okay and like when I was like 12 yeah. 13 yeah. yeah what PSP games were you into beyond the music show? oh God of War oh yeah um, was God of War good on PSP it's fucking amazing because really? it's a fucking handheld yeah. you're like playing this crazy ass I had Star Wars The Force Unleashed yeah um, I had then I had some games I downloaded, but I had like a few different games here and there. But I was st- mostly into those like RPGs. You still a gamer? Nah, I'm not. Not at all. Not at all. Really? I play Call of Duty sometimes. It was like fun. Just on the phone or what? No, on PS4. Yeah, right. That's a first person shooter. I'm, yeah, man, I'm terrible at them shits. <laughs> I gotta be over the shoulder. I, I just can't I hang. just got good at those. I used yeah. to be so trash for years. Yeah, I've been trash. I, I was never good at Halo. I was yeah, never good at. I don't like yeah. even going back for me. Like all the way to 007, I was shitty at that too. <laughs> like the old school shit. Um, it's that hand-eye coordination. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's something that it puts me off when I can't see the character's <laughs> body. You feel me? Like I feel like I'm always about to fall off of a fucking ledge or something. Like I, I can never tell where my yeah. feet are. When you say you're at the crib, like. Like what? No sports. No. No, nah, no sports. Just TV and and like internet. Yeah. Like digesting media. No shit. What were your websites back then when you're digesting <sighs> oh, media? Shit. What did the internet look like? You hello YouTube, bro. YouTube, YouTube was like the shit. Yeah. Like, YouTube. I wasn't on websites. I was like on internet games and YouTube, like yeah. Club Ping and YouTube. Okay. Like I was just on that all day. All day. Looking at shit. Yeah. N- at like Nerf like Nerf War. Like never leaving the house. Never leaving. I would go outside to play with my neighbors sometimes when I was younger, but yeah. that was as far as I go. What does the neighborhood look like in Oakland where you're at? I miss my old neighborhood. It was so so cute. It was just like it was just since I was in, I lived in Sabrani Park, so it was like this at the edge of Oakland, it's like one way in, one way out type shit. Okay. Like it's just just this neighborhood of yeah. like houses that have been there since like the nineteen tens and shit. Yeah, right. That were built. And every house had a street in front of it. Wow. It was just nice. And um So then why couldn't you go outside? I did go outside, oh. but the neighborhood was always crazy. That neighborhood was wild. That it, neighborhood it was, was yeah, that okay. neighborhood was crazy as fuck. Like it'd be like we we would go to the like, to the school to go to the park. Because the, the park was behind the school. And like on the way to the school, like there would be this gate that was either open or closed. And it's like two pit bulls that would just be over there. So it's like you had to like If gate. it was open, you were fucked. Yeah, you had to like watch out and shit. It's crazy. <laughs> and I'm like eight years old, so yeah. I'm like Trying to gauge like, damn, where the, where the dogs at and shit. And there was just one crazy ass neighbor. It was just, <laughs> yeah, it was just crazy over there. Yeah, I miss it though. So would you walk to school or get a ride? I walked, or take the bus. I, that was first grade. I walked to school. Okay. Yeah. So that's my first like experience. Like first grade, I was walking to school. Yeah. Well, it was like down the street. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's not like so dangerous. It's like don't duck your head out. But it's nah, just like, it's just like you know, it's just like 
shit happening. Yeah, and, Wilding out, people going crazy. And you're yeah. reserved, so it's easier to be in the house on the internet uh-huh. and shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was I was outside when I was like a little little kid, but like when I got like to twelve years old, I was in the crib. I didn't want to go outside no more. I was yeah. like, "There's shit in here for me to do." What was your first social media for age context? Um, uh, Facebook. Facebook. Oh, shit, I was wild out on Facebook. Yeah, I was on Facebook. How so wild out? Man, that was that was like peak like our future time. Okay. So like anybody, you could ask anybody who like was on Facebook. In middle school during Odd Future, it was craziness. Niggas was just copying what they heard the Odd Future niggas say, yeah. and just like say it on Facebook. So you guys are talking about like fucking all type of slurs, triple six and, and yeah. black Nazi shit, and all that whatever. shit, yeah. all type of slurs. Right. And shit, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, right, right. I got you. Yeah. Oh yeah, because F bombs were very popular yeah, back then. Yeah. So you're like this little kid being influenced by Odd Future and just mm-hmm. saying wild shit on the mm-hmm. internet, like yeah. a troll. Were you a troll? I was definitely a fucking troll. Really? I was like, that's tight. I would have never guessed. You're, you're so polite. I would have never guessed. Nah, that you I was, was a troll. crazy. I was a wild little nigga. Like, really? Yeah. I don't know. I think it was just like. It was that thing of, like, I was so reserved at home. Yeah. And, like, that had nothing to do. So, like, when I when I, when there was an outlet for me, I was, like, drawing, fucking editing. It was just, I would go crazy in that space. Just, like, obsess over it? Yeah. Editing what? I When I got to high school, I just, like, edit photos on my phone. Oh, yeah. Colors. Would you, like, like, deep fry them or what? All, not deep fry, but more, like, I was doing Photoshop work, like, yeah. the, like the bootleg way. Okay. Yeah, like, like putting for like the um, double exposing shit like adding a little pit like little edits and shit like that yeah right. just cause I was bored that's tight that's very yeah. creative I feel like you were seeking some sort of creative was outlet to, yeah. until you found the one that yeah, it was exactly. right Facts, yeah. and so how did you do in school as a kid not I was trash I was always <laughs> had the bad grades I never there was like I think first grade I had good grades like first grade they were like oh my god he's like a star student like he's so smart yeah. and I went to second grade and like it, everything changed they're like was, oh he's trash yeah that was terrible <laughs> <laughs> I was all <laughs> it just was a complete what so what happened between first grade and second the grade the school I went to was wild bro the school I went it's EC Reams that school shut down bro why was it what what was wild about it like it was just um the the, the area I was in yeah it's crazy uh. My my homie Demarge, he told the story uh, yesterday of how in like seventh grade or eighth grade <laughs> they was outside during like lunchtime mm-hmm. and this car pulls up. There's a high school next door to our school too. That's like Castlemont, which is hella notorious. Mm-hmm. So he pulls up in front of our school, pops the trunk, big ass AK, and just do 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 like down towards the school in front of our school though. The some random dude at the elementary school? at the elementary what the fuck yeah just like and shit like that was normal it was like lockdown like we'd be in class and he was like lockdown and he's like it was like traumatizing because it was like we'd be in class mm-hmm. just doing work and all you hear is like on the intercom like lockdown lock the doors get under your desk like yeah and like i'm like oh shit <laughs> like because somebody's shooting because somebody's shooting or somebody got like it's a fight it's, it's some crazy shit like Holy somebody shit. on the street while so you have to get under the desk and i'm like i'm like my heart racing and shit. i'm like bro am i gonna die in this bitch yo that is terrifying yeah. let me ask you this sociologically was this what was the demographics of the school is it, it's in oakland mm-hmm. was it mostly a black school yeah mostly black yeah What's wild to me is you don't hear about shit like that on the news nah, when it's don't. a black school. If somebody were to shoot and it was at a white school, that'd be yeah, a it's, front page it's headline at least for a day. Page, yeah. Even though the gun gun no violence in our country no gets, gives a shit. Yeah, it gets yeah. forgotten about instantly. But still, yeah. like, 
Especially in our case, no one gives a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, people always, like, contextualize gun violence as, like, uh-huh. mass shootings in yeah. white neighborhoods. When it's like, Nobody talks about them. Nobody black neighborhoods. talks about Like, it's, yeah. it's just as damaging and, and like yeah. you just said, traumatic. You know what that I'm saying? That shit is crazy traumatic, yeah. For real. I hate guns. Just off that growing Yo, up. Yo, I grew up in a very gun, gung-ho yeah. place. Like, I'm from, <laughs> I'm from the sticks, so all the hicks had guns and shit. Yeah. And I'm very, like, scared of guns. I hate you know guns, what I'm saying? Bro. Guns suck. Man, I remember this kid Andy showed me his dad's Desert Eagle when oh we were like God. seven years old. Loud as shit. And I, no, he didn't. We didn't shoot it. Oh, he okay. just like opened up the case, but the shit wasn't locked. And I'm like, damn. Bro. I'm thinking as a seven year old, like we should not have been able to like open his gun case. <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, my pops. Yeah, my pops had a had an uh, what is it AR-15. Yeah, because somebody broke in our house. It's crazy. Somebody broke in our house. Yeah. Um, and then like. I probably shouldn't say this, but my dad, he happened to have, he, he had a gun, but yeah. he wasn't there at the time they broke in the house. And they stole the gun? Nah. Oh. He had, I'm glad that oh, he, yeah. he wasn't there. Oh, from, yeah. Shit went crazy. But right. I'm just saying, he was prepared. But like, that's how it is. Like, there's no, I looked it up, there's no limit to how many guns you can own. I know, I just saw crazy. you tweet about yeah. that. Yeah. I, I just, mean, you can have a whole Googled arsenal. You can yeah. have a whole arsenal. You can have this whole room, just like casually. Like, yeah. They're all licensed. Like, nigga, you don't need that many guns. I know. <laughs> like, yeah, for real. That, yeah, I feel like, not to go off too tangential, but when the Second Amendment was written, it was not about like, yo, I'm gonna have a closet full of fucking machine yeah, guns, bro. bro. Like people overdo it. Yeah. I can see if you got like a handgun yeah. to protect yourself, cool. Yeah, not a whole ass like next door to like the family. You got like a whole that's crazy, right? Yeah. Did you lose any friends to gun violence in Oakland? I didn't know, but I know people who did though. Yeah, that's yeah. miserable, man. It's, yeah. it's terrible. Did school ever come back around for you? Like did nah, you? I didn't. I was, but I I floated. I like. So, was, I was going to the next grade. So it was like first grade, you do good. Second mm-hmm. grade, you realize like the school is crazy, and you're mm-hmm. and, and you're just like mm-hmm. more concentrating what on on like not getting fucking yeah, beat up or not that, getting or not get just not being like what is it that and also just like focused on um, I don't know just the change of scenery. Like I I went from this like. Walking to school, school, yeah, to this like crazy ass like the like in second grade. This this school was just quiet. I don't know. It just attracted craziness. Yeah. <laughs> like there was this like in second grade when I went to my new school. Um, it was like I was in in there for a few months, mm-hmm. and like some shit happened where this kid like looked at this kid and was like something something like shut up. And this nigga, like, grabbed some scissors and like chucked them like open scissors like just chucked them shits toward his face and it missed. Oh, and they was they both start laughing. Yeah, and I was like, y'all. I was like, what's up with y'all? Like, Whoa! And he got like sent to the principal's office. And yeah, shit. yeah. But yeah. it was just a change of scenery, and I was like, oh shit! Like, okay, just too much. Yeah, yeah. like my my yeah. I had to like watch out, but it was okay. Like, I made friends there. It wasn't t- terrible. Like, everybody was cool. Yeah, it was just like you know. People products of the environment. Mm-hmm. People just doing what they do. How many years are you at that wild ass school? I I was there from second to seventh. Okay, I was there for a minute. Yeah. So yeah. and so, my brother just went there too. And so this whole time you're just kind of like at this school where you're not doing great. You're probably not nah, getting the attention that you need or something. People not. aren't like realizing That's the thing, how bro. creative you are. In sixth grade, like I was always drawn to shit, but in sixth grade we had a teacher like. This is like, like, and it happened in high school too. We had a teacher who would just like come to class and like give us a book and be like, copy pages, Ugh. 
Yeah. Copy pages 46 to 48. Write them down. Just write them down, turn it in. Bro, I had he a... He wouldn't do shit. I had a teacher like that in my sophomore year, where it was like, we would go yeah. into class, and she would be like, okay... We're just going to open the book to this page, and, mm-hmm. and we're going to go around the room, and everybody's going to read one page. And when they're done with that page, you read the next page. Like, what it, it was so—I'm like, what the I fuck? haven't learned anything. Not a goddamn thing. Yeah. It was it was terrible. Yeah, like, he would just sit, read a newspaper, or throw a movie on. He just what? didn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was a terrible teacher. Like, he, he would teach sometimes, but, like, I, I learn when it's, like, you're interactive. Yeah. Like, when you like are talking to us, I will learn. Mm-hmm. But if you just, like— Copy pages. I'm not about to learn shit. I'm not about to do that shit. I wasn't even doing it. I was like, bro, I'm not doing that. Like, yeah. There's no point. Like, that's not that's not work. It's just like, that's like mental. Like, I don't know. It's just yeah. it's menial. It's just yeah. menial tasks. Like, you ain't learning shit. If I'm not learning shit that. from that. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. I wonder, man. You think that school just didn't get the right funding or something? Like, I'm, what was I going on it was with that? that it was. I think it was a host of shit. It was just too much going on. Yeah, right. It was a K through eight. Okay. And that's hard to juggle. That's a big, that's a fucking big school. Yeah. There's probably thousands of kids. Yeah, hella yeah. kids. So after seventh grade, then what? Seventh grade, I moved to Tracy, California, which is like suburbs. Okay. So like, that was like after. Uh, Whole family moves? Me, my sister, my mom and dad. But no, my sister, she moved out the next year. Okay. So um, Your brother's already off to college? Yeah, or he's in college. Yeah. yeah. And so the, what's Tracy like? How's it different from Oakland? Another turn, it was like another 180. So it was like, Oak, like I had Oakland be oakland like it's i'm so used to that yeah and i switched to tracy tracy's like those kids are like spoiled like mostly white school now nah it's, it still was like an ethnic school it was like most mexican black yeah like indian okay like not, not even like a few white people there not even a lot of them but like the kids were just still spoiled like all the parents are buying them shit like how far is tracy from oakland it's like 45 minutes or okay like an hour yeah, yeah yeah north or south or where uh, i think east okay yeah yeah how'd you guys end up there um, it was like cheaper. Oakland okay. was getting more expensive. I think it was cheaper to go to Tracy because like, Oakland's starting to get gentrified. Probably. Yeah, people get houses getting foreclosed. It's like the the that was after like the the big uh, tech boom, the recession. Oh, the recession. Yeah, oh eight, like mm-hmm. the year after that. Mm-hmm. Or, um, so like shit was just crazy. So that's shit. like really when the Bay Area started changing a lot, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, after that. Yeah. yeah. So we it was just cheaper to go to Tracy. So we moved to Tracy. Um, but. They still worked in Oakland. Mm-hmm. That was that's where, that's where the money was coming from. Was Oakland, so I went. I went to school in Tracy, but I didn't see them all day. Mm-hmm. I would go to school and not see them for like for the rest of the day. Your parents, yeah, yeah. And so you were like a latchkey kid. Yeah, pretty much. So you come home and just be on the internet again, or what? yeah, literally. Yeah, I'd be on the internet like from from three o'clock. They get home at like eight o'clock. Yeah, they get home late. Yeah, so I'd be there from like three, like for like five hours at the crib. On Facebook, not doing out. on Facebook, not doing homework. Yeah, on Facebook, on my computer, like just on the computer. Yeah, it was just like. So when you say not doing homework, your grades start to suffer even more. Hell yeah, yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, it was just so many distractions, bro, all the time, mm-hmm. and it was just like not n- not enough attention on like how I learned or what I was capable of doing. Yeah, and just like more like I don't know distractions. I'm, Definitely about to go to distraction way. The thing about producers, right? Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this, but the thing about producers is like 
I almost think it's like skateboarding, mm-hmm. where it's like uh, producers and skateboarders have this similar kind of like obsessive attitude, where like in order to nail a trick, you need to repeat it hundreds, if not thousands, of times before you memorize it, right? Mm-hmm. But same with production, you need to obsess over a kick drum or a snare drum mm-hmm. or a sample chop for like yeah. ages and ages and ages in order to like get it right. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Did you already know that you were like passionate and obsessive in that kind of way and just nobody else was recognizing it? Or? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. did, yeah. And what were you applying it to before you found music? Was it drawing or was it, it was just drawing memeing or trolling or what? It was like everything. Yeah. It was drawing. It was like I would go I went on YouTube and I was like how to make a paper AK forty seven. Wow. So and you I learned built, to do origami? I built that. Yeah, or gun origami. Yeah. I built like it was like this big. Like wow. as big as my arm type shit. Wow. And I like made it. And what'd you do with it? Just kept it in my room. I was like, this is tight. I just had it. Did it yeah. look dope? It looked tight. I why, I now, why, if you don't like guns, why'd you choose to do a paper? I mean, I, when, I, I didn't, when I was a kid, I loved guns. I was oh. like, guns are tight. Like, yeah. <laughs> I had hella Nerf guns and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm grown. You I just hate. had an awakening. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, fuck guns now. But yeah, back then, I liked that shit. Yeah. So how do you eventually, like, find out about making music then? Um, like It was like uh, my PSP. I mean, I didn't f- making it. I was That's heavily you, into it. You were into it, yeah. So I like that. I was downloading hella music. Me. Yeah, like this music, and like I just love music. And I realized in, in eighth grade, I was like, bro, I love music. Like yeah. I like it a lot. Uh-huh. Like, I really do like this shit. And then like ninth grade, came back to Oakland. Okay. Um, so you're so only in Tracy for a year, two year and a half, two, like, yeah, two yeah, years, right, year, right. which is like it was just a culture shock, like, yeah, different. Like I just had so much time alone by myself to just. I don't know. And so why did you guys end up out. back in Oakland? My parents worked in Oakland. It was just too much. To, like the, to the, commute. the commute was crazy. Yeah, so you guys yeah. found another spot. Yeah. Come back to Oakland. And that's when I'm, like, in my, like, depression shit. Like, I'm more like an older teen. I'm, like, just, like, confused and shit. You mentioned it on the record that, like, you wanted to die. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. were suicidal as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, man, like, I don't know. Because it, it got to the point where I was like, I was like, bro, like, I, I have so much I want to do, but I just don't, like, I can't do it, literally. I just can't, like. Why? Why do you feel like you can't do it? Because school. I was like, man, like, it, it, was, it was, like, to a point where I was like, they were like, my parents like, you can't go, you can't do anything until your grades are good. My grades are never good, so I never did shit. So mm-hmm. I was like, I had to find ways to do shit. Mm-hmm. I was in the house. So I was like, you can't, you can't, you can't go to the mall, you can't blah, blah, blah. So, so you're like. Permanently grounded, kind yeah, of, all the time, yeah. Mm. And I'm just, and from that, I'm in the house on the internet. So it's like, I don't know. It's just that dealing with that, dealing with also just like religious shit. Are um, you folks religious? My mom is heavily religious. Yeah, Are, you're not. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and with that being that, like, you come to church every week, like being at church every fucking week, like two days a week or one week, one day a week. It's just, I don't know. Was there music in the church? Yeah. Did you play any instruments or anything? I tried to play the drums for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the drums. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah. Also, yeah, gospel is fire. I love gospel music. I mean, yeah, huge My mom always stopped that shit, yeah. yeah. She, like, that's my shit. Gospel music is my shit. But um, dealing with that, like, religious shit and, like, school... Plus, just not going outside, like not even good. It's not good for my health. Yeah. Not eating good foods. Mm. Like, I was just like a very sad teen, and I don't know. I think it was just like that that year I came back from Tracy. Like that whole year was just like my that was right before my dad 
uh, got locked up for a second. Yeah. And it was just this, like, he, like, I don't know. It was like, not, it's just a culmination of everything. The world everything is fucking was just, coming down on you. It was just, like, stewing. Yeah. Like, this big mess of just, like, I feel, I hate myself. I hate everything. Mm. Um, the house got smaller. Mm-hmm. Went from, like, this bigger house to this really tiny condo. And it's just, so, the, just the three of you now? You three of us in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just like, bro, I hate everything. Mm-hmm. And, like, couldn't go outside still. Like, I had to stay, yeah. Um, so that just was, like, a mixture of just terribleness. And then he, my, the pops got locked up for, like, a little bit. Yeah. Like, a year, like, half a year. Yeah. Awesome DUI shit. Mm. Um, and then that's when we moved in with my aunt slash step-grandma. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And that was, like, kind of, like, freeing because I loved being at their house. It was, like, they let me do whatever I wanted to do. Like, mm. I, I had my own room. I have my room at my other house, but it was, like, in there. It was, like, TV in there. Like, they always had food in the fridge. Like, it was just nice. Like, being there, like, helped. Like, it went from, like, this very dark place to being, like... A little bit of a... I was still in a dark place, but it it helped me. Yeah, right. And I just had this, like... I fell in love that summer. Oh, Like, yeah, and, like, dealt with, like, depression. Like, like, severe, like, wasn't eating. Oh, wow. Like, off of, like, falling in love and, like, falling out of love. Like, bro, like, first... It was first time for a hell of shit. Are you a romantic? <laughs> uh, kind of, yeah. yeah. I, have a girl, I have a girlfriend now. Oh, yeah, congrats. Love, shout out her. Sap Love. She yeah. makes music, too. But, um... Shout out. Um, it was just... It was just, like, that two years was just, like, a fucking... It was rough. Tornado of just, like, shit. So, yeah. Um, music was, like... My one thing, I was I always had my headphones in. Yeah, like every no matter what, my headphones are always in. So it's listening to music, like, just in your own world. Yeah, with that. Yeah, let me ask you a little bit about your dad going away, right? Because I had a similar experience where my dad went away for reasons out of his control. Basically, like mm-hmm. he moved away for work, and he didn't get put away, but yeah. he, he moved away for like three years, right? Uh-huh. And during that three years, it was like when I was, I was probably a very similar age to you at the time. I was like, it was between 13 and 16. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Right? Yeah. And it fucks you up, and for different reasons, but it's like, you know, my dad, probably similar to your dad, is mm-hmm. not a big, like, let me call and talk to you on the phone no. type. He yeah. wasn't, a, he's not like a, let me talk about my feelings. Or, yeah. The only time I got to talk to my dad during those three years was when I was in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Shit like that was that. it. Like, yeah. I was in trouble, and he was going to call and yell at me, or... Yeah. Like, every once in a while, we would go visit. Or, like, mm-hmm. he would come back for Thanksgiving or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, I barely saw this fool. Mm-hmm. And, w- and when he got back after three years, like, I was completely different. Yeah. I was a grown-up. Well, I had yeah, to shave. Him. I had a driving license. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I had hair on my ass. Like, yeah. it was different. Yeah. And so, I look back at that time. I've been to therapy for this shit and everything. Mm-hmm. But it was like, I look back. When I was a kid, I, I felt like, oh, I don't care that my dad is gone. Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't affect me. I'm a, I'm a man. I don't give a fuck. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be fine. And then really i i it turns out i had to internalize that you know mm-hmm. what i mean like i felt like he abandoned me you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying i internalized that and that affected a lot of my relationships moving forward right, throughout right. life and uh even though it wasn't his fault mm-hmm. and, and 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 even though i thought it didn't didn't mm-hmm. hurt my feelings at all you feel mm-hmm. me like so when you look back at that time i don't know if you've done this kind of like thought mm-hmm, process mm-hmm. this cuz you're much younger than me I am now it was funny yeah i am now like even though at the time you probably felt like oh i don't care that's just like what my dad got to do like mm-hmm. that shit hurts you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah. it fucks you up yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was crazy. It was like, he left, got locked up for like half a year. Yeah. I was kind of like, damn, like he, he really in jail. That's crazy. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. But also at the same time, I was like, 
our relationship was never that tight, so I was like, I don't even really care. Like, I don't and that's how I felt about my dad too. Yeah. But it, but that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Like, and maybe you haven't gotten there yet, but yeah. I feel like one day you're gonna be like, oh wait, I did care. I just yeah. didn't realize. Yeah, yeah. I, I cared. Yeah, it was it was like it it was it was the care of like I was like, damn, like he's not even here, and like we don't have a good relationship. But I'm like, damn, like it's that makes it even like. I feel even like less, even more like detached. Yeah, yeah, for real. So yeah, it fucks with you. Yeah, and then when he came back, it was like kind of the picked up where he left off. Same like, relationship wasn't that good still. Yeah, yeah. Um, we moved to a di- it was like yeah, but like if we moved to a different house. That it was just like six, five, six, six years of like up and down. Yeah, like, just emotional instability. Yeah, and hella instability. Yeah. It wasn't in one place for one time, and like yeah. it was always in the house. Yeah, so. Um, How do you finally get into making music? So uh, I was about to fuck out of my high school. Yeah, what grade? What grade? Like freshman, sophomore, grade. sophomore yeah. year. Yeah. Um, about to flunk out, and I I went to this continuation school, which is in it's like, like a like a trade school type thing or something. Nah, it's more like you go there to make up credits. Okay, like it's just like a, a quicker way to get to get back on track. So you're like redoing tenth grade basically or something. Yeah, but also in eleventh grade. Okay, so at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I was doing that, and this dude who worked there, who worked at the um, who was like after school teacher, he was like, "You want you you want to make beats?" Mm-hmm. And I was like. And he said, "Do you make beats, make music?" And I was like, "I was like, uh, I kind of was like." He's like, "You always got headphones on. You must yeah, make beats." Exactly. So like, I nah, was I like, just... "I kind of was making beats." Like my first beat was on the PSP or what? No, nah, my first beat was on Virtual DJ. Okay. It was this is before the the FL Studio shit. Yeah. It was like I had like I took a like Ali would have his I listened to Ali back then and Ali would have like a second and his beats were like the beat the the drums was just rock no sample uh-huh. and I took that. Like, I just downloaded it and took that part and took a sample and, like, looped those together. Yeah. And made my first beat out of that. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, this is tight. And then I would, like, make, I would, like, do the, the knowledge shit where I'd take a beat and, like, put vocals under it and do the shit like that. Yeah. And so I was making beats, like, but it wasn't, like, I'm not programming shit. Yeah. So he taught me programming. He was like, you want to make beats? And I was like, yeah, fuck it. He taught me how to lay down a sample, lay down some drums, and, like, chop the shit. And like this is at the school. At the school, because the school had what, like a PC with Fruity Loops on it, or PC FL? with Fruity Loops and some and some speakers. Yeah, and like, and I was like, okay, a little sound soundproof room or something. Yeah, yeah, and I, not even soundproof. No, it was just a regular just ass room. room. Yeah. Shit loud as hell. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> shit loud as fuck. Yeah, and um, yeah, I was just making beats there. My first beats was made in there. My little first beats, and then do you remember your first sample you chopped? Is that nah. is that something that producers? No, nah, I don't. Okay. Um, probably some bullshit, but I can. Yeah, well, they, have, they probably have sample packs and shit. Yeah, he on a computer. You have like a big ass pack of just samples he had. Yeah, collected over the over the years. Okay, so let me use that, and I was just using that to uh, to chop shit. Yeah. Right. Does that quickly become an obsession? Or are you just Hell every yeah. day at school? That's like just yes. where you're spending the every, whole time. Every time at lunch, every time after school, I was just. Making beats like I'm, I'm trying to pull this one beat up that I made at lunch. Really, that's on my SoundCloud. Yeah. Oh shit! Like I made this beat. Like this is when I like I made this beat and I was like, oh shit! Like I can do this shit. Like yeah. it was like on some straight like what I wanted to do. Like yeah. it was like the the sample. Here it is right here. Hold on. Yeah, pull it. Yeah, it'll play. Throw it in the mic. Yeah. 
Hold on, my internet. This is when you're a sophomore? Yeah. You put it right up to the mic. What? That's one of your early beats? At lunch, yeah. That shit got swing. Wow, you got all the texture in the background and everything. That takes people a long time to learn. Yeah, it was just like that's fire. Yeah, that was. I was like, okay. Did like, you show that to somebody? Like, did you show that to I people? And they was like, they was like, oh shit. Yeah, I made it. Like, they were watching me make this shit. Oh wow! Like, I, I would come there at lunch and just be like, all right, forty thirty minutes to make some beats, making some beats. So I would just make sure like that. Like, this is that's my that's about my twentieth beat. Yeah, because I knew I knew what I wanted to do. So I was like, okay, like he was showing me like, okay, turn this down, turn this up, yeah. blah, blah blah. And I was like, okay, where. Yeah, actually, talking to you and Dimaggi, like I said, it made me want to re-download Fruity Loops and start got to. tinkering with tight. shit again, you that know what I mean? Because I know, I know EQ, my, my producer, I know he got old MIDI key, keys that I could like, uh-huh. borrow and shit, and I just yeah. need to start tinkering. That shit is mad fun. Yeah. While you're making that beat, are there rappers at the school who are like, oh shit, let me get on that? Or like, how, like was there a little it, scene it, it of was, music makers? There was rappers, but there was, into, they was into, like Chief Keef. Oh, like, okay. Band, like Detroit rap, yeah. like Band Gang, and like, they wasn't into the shit I was into. Okay. I was into like the low like beats and like like beat scene shit beat scene shit yeah nobody nobody was into that shit in my school except for me so I was in there like just doing my thing just yeah and were yeah. you rapping over your own shit at that point a little bit no, but not but not putting it out though yeah just writing to it yeah yeah had you been rapping a while yeah since since eighth grade so you always knew it wasn't like you're a somebody who started producing and was like oh I should rap it's like no, you were, you rapped and writing. you wanted to produce that was my therapy before like before making beats was writing I was writing like, like in a journal or something writing raps on my phone raps oh okay like from 8th grade to like just to, since forever yeah I was always like whenever I was just sad I just write shit like write raps I, you know, this is so just such a basic concept, but I, it only just dawned on me now. Like when I was a kid, we always like used to carry notepads, you know what I mean, to write in yeah. like raps and shit. And it's such a novel idea that like, oh, you never have to like have paper. You've always got nah, your you fucking got, you phone because right yeah. that's how that's where I put raps or lines that I think of now. Mm-hmm. It's like just put them in yeah. the phone. But the pen is freeing though. Yeah, like once I once you write in, like you. Shit coming to your brain that you didn't really. Yeah, it's a different process. Something about visualizing it. You yeah, know. on paper. But actually, I don't know. Maybe you could relate to this as a rapper. Is like at a certain point, I had to stop writing stuff down because I felt like as I was writing, I was relying more on syllable placement on the paper mm, rather than listening, rather than letting the beat feel yeah. the words or like the beat take the words out of me. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's how I do it now. Is I'm more like. I told somebody like for me writing is like is like clay making or clay. Oh yeah, it's more like I have to it molds itself. Yeah, like I gotta make shit like it's, yeah. it's spinning. Like yeah. the beat is playing, and I have to like kind of shape it. That's to, dope. Like, yeah, that's a good analogy. Work. And see, I was like a really, I was really technical. I was like a very technical word, dude. Word. Like you know how Earl used to rap in the twenty early twenty tens, uh-huh. where it's Versus, like everything raps, uh-huh. everything rhymes. Yeah, that's how I used to. That's I was how I used same to, way. Yeah. I was the, I was like syllables gotta connect like. Everything. The Lego pieces. And so I, yeah, Lego pieces. So yeah. I used to think of it like a crossword puzzle. Exactly. Like I would almost envision yeah. the rap as like little squares <laughs> and every square yeah. had to be a rhyme or something. Technical shit, yeah. You know That's what I mean? Tight. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. was the same way. Yeah. I was on some like super, like, that was when I was listening to Earl Hobson. I, I went from like rap is tight to real rap. Like, this is what real rap is. Like, funk volume and like all yeah. that. Yeah. You, like, you were a backpacker. You were I like was a, a fucking you're backpacker. Like Hip hop versus rap. Yes. Yeah. I was on that shit. I was like, fuck Lil Wayne. Fuck all these people. And Lil Wayne is, is a, is a great guy, rapper. That's the guy that I was like, I was like, 
back then I was like, he making them right. Like, fuck Nicki Minaj. I was like, fuck all that shit. Like, it's really funny how Little Wayne becomes the scapegoat bruh, for like yeah. every every. But he got bars, and bro. it's really I almost it's like some. Yeah, some weird shit. Like, I feel like once you realize how fucking good Wayne is, Bro. it's what helps you escape your backpack phase Literally. and spread your wings. Yeah, you know? like yeah, that's. I was like, damn, Wayne go crazy. He's fucking so hard. hard. And yeah. and yeah, people that are on some like real hip hop versus versus rap shit, they always want to use. They always want to scapegoat Wayne, and it's always yeah. white kids. And it's like it's like I you're know, scapegoating right? Wayne as like because you're like borderline racist. You just don't realize <laughs> right? it. Yeah, I hate that shit when it's like. Oh, Cardi and blah, blah blah, but Eminem and and like a nigga oh stop. My God. Like it's always the as whitest. As soon as somebody brings yeah. up Eminem, I'm just I'm get like, the fuck out of my conversation. <laughs> please, <you laughs> why did you have to do that? Yeah, <laughs> and I love Cardi. Oh yeah, Cardi. me too. Cardi's dope. Yeah. And, and you know, people be like, oh, Cardi doesn't write her own raps or whatever. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't care. That's hard. It's like this. Neither does Dr. Dre. But Dr. Bro. Dre, if you can parrot somebody perfectly if somebody can exactly. make you a demo and you can stay put exactly. every rap in the pocket where it's supposed to be then you exactly. can rap That's yeah it. bro like and cardi cardi will make a song like better oh yeah like, he'll make a beat that's sound. yo he will make a beat sound better like, that's what the fuck? so that's like so that's very telling of of like someone's intangibles as a rapper like yeah. it, it, even if you didn't write the shit if you get on it and you, you make, make it sound better, sound better then you are a fucking rapper it could be like no no melody yeah, just like two, a drum like an 808 and a snare he made yeah. that shit sound amazing yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah it's totally yeah. okay how long is it from when you're making beats in high you graduate high school yeah. You stay at the continuation school the yeah, whole time? Yeah, I graduated from there, yeah. Did you ever have plans for college, or what was the, what was the plan? Was nah, It's like, bro. I'm going to make this music shit work? I was just like, yeah. I was like, man. And this is like when nothing was happening. So I was like, I was like, gee, like, I'm doing this shit. Yeah. Like, there's no way. I was like, bro, like, I have to. So I was like, I'll get a job if I have to do that, but I'm doing this music shit. And that's like, from back then, I was like, there's no way it's not going to happen. So um, I graduated. And this is another, so I just kept having, like, every three years I would have just this shift in, like, environment. Yeah. So I graduated, and I'm in the real world, I'm working, and I'm, this job I'm at sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm, I work at a print warehouse, yeah. and I'm in, I'm in the warehouse, like, every day, like, not eating good foods, yeah. no sunlight, machines around me, and, like, chemicals. Huh. I'm just inhaling, so it's just like, and I'm next to a dryer all day, yeah. picking up shirts off the dryer, folding them. And, like, my brain, is, no, no sleep, all the, I'm never getting sleep, like. Because you're. At work all day and then up all night producing. Yeah, yo, this this still literally sounds like Equilibrium's life. My my homie that produces for me, he's still <laughs> he work in a print shop and he's Word. he works all day and is up all night making beats. And he's always like, I can never get any sleep. Yeah, that's a real producer's curse, bro. Man, I'm I'm blessed for the job I got now. Yeah, at the library. Uh, but yeah. so I was there, and like that was another time of just like feeling like music and rap because I was like, bro, I'm so sad. Like this job sucks. Like I'm working there. I. I I have I'm on my feet all day, on my feet from like morning till noon, like like ten minute break type shit, yeah. like my and I'm like eating terrible food, like it was just not a good, another another mix of just not good environment, not getting paid shit, like minimum wage, like so I didn't really give a fuck about the job, and then like, but that's at the same time my music was like starting to go up, yeah, so I'm like man like I don't give a fuck about this job. The music is where I'm at. Yeah, and they they can see that they're like, okay, he like he like doesn't care, like he's under this music shit. They they kind of saw it going up, yeah. and so it was just dealing with that um, out of high school. And I'm like, all right, I can kind of do this shit. Then I'm like, all right, I got a little a little flow going, like a little a little bit of like uh, stream. And then it kind of like 
other shit happened. Like I, I got in touch with like the beat community in Oakland. Yeah. I got cool with them. Still working, like still distracted. You started throwing beat shows? Just throwing beat shows. Yeah. I'm in a rap group now called Low Fiction. Yeah. Not now, but back then. Back then, yeah. Um, it's just hell of shit happening. Yeah, um, we got we got the show to to, uh, to be at Amoeba Records. Oh like yeah, it, it was like it got big. It, we was doing good. Like it was going up, and then 20, 2018, they kind of just like turned around again, like another shift. It's always it's always some shift, bro. Like uh, a shift for the bad and the bad. Yeah. Why? What happened? The group just fell apart. It oh, was just yeah. too. Too many cooks in Man, the kitchen. Man, rap, rap groups are hard, bro. It was like 13 of us. That That's really hard. Yeah. Because in that 13, every one of you Different. thinks you're the it's star. Yeah, yeah exactly. Every rapper thinks they're the star. Yeah. So in yeah. a big-ass yeah. group, even in a small group of two people, one person's going to exactly. emerge as the star. So when it's 13, that's tough. But you need that when you're young, you know, because yeah. it teaches you how to fucking be a chameleon and, mm-hmm. and deal with different types of people and personalities, you yeah. know what I mean? But... Man, let me tell you, rap groups, they never... They like, never... They never play. last. Unless it's like a duo of y'all, like really, like Earth Gang, Earth Gang is fire. Yeah. Like, you know, like certain duos go crazy, yeah. but 13 people... Shout out Earth Gang. Shout out Earth Gang. Yeah. 13 people, bro. That's a lot. It's not, it's not finna. Yeah. Yeah. Earth Gang is so balanced, that's crazy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it didn't really go... It didn't... It kind of just... It was bound. The The foundation was like very, like... We, we started the group. And like we put a song out, and the song kind of blew up. Like had like what was it twenty six minutes long? Everybody rapped on nah, it. Nah, it, it was it was like a two minute song, yeah, and it was, was like four three, four episodes, like three episodes of shit. Yeah. I made the beat, yeah, and it was like kind of blew up, like twenty k plays. Oh wow! Like it, it did okay, and yeah. from that, like oh shit, like we got We're plays. Yeah, yeah, like oh, so that kind of like. But no foundation though, right? Of so that, course, that just fucked it yeah, up. Yeah, you can't get gassed off twenty k. You gotta, yeah. you gotta like go. Okay, twenty k. How do we turn that into hundred k? Yeah, how exactly. do we turn that into a million? Yeah, and it like they just like it kind of was just like I can't. It was like we're all like zip tied together, like running hella fast. Mm. We're gonna fall down. Mm. That's what it was. Mm. Like it was like we fell. That's and a then, that's a good analogy. Yeah, that's what I, I imagined. It was thirteen yeah. of us, and yeah. we're just all like it was. just... Just toxicness in the group, like yeah, it was just not tight, and it kind of fell apart. I missed those days though; it was tight, but it just wasn't down to work out that where it was. Well, so the scene that I associate you with now is like this um, sort of underground wave yeah. that's been inspired by former underground waves, but it's mm-hmm. on some new shit in my eyes, mm-hmm. and it's a scene that I've been trying to delve into on this show and on some other podcasts mm-hmm. that I've done, but, you know, dudes like you, like Mavi, like Madani, like Loji, mm-hmm. Maxo, Pink Sifu, mm-hmm. who else am I forgetting? Like Damagier. Damagier. Yeah. Um, you know, all these dudes that have kind of this really organic yeah. sound, and as Pink Sifu puts it, everybody bleeding you know what i mean y'all leaving it all on the on the track you know what i mean and so how do you find your people how do you find those people and what's the journey in the last couple years as that scene's really been emerging been like for you so i met pink sifu at a show in oakland uh, like 2017. Is he kind of one of the spoons that stirs the pot? He's Me, one of them. Yeah. Like, like one of it's the dudes. Who, he's like kind of friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. A connector of mm-hmm. sorts. Yeah. So I met him in like 20, I think 2016 actually. Mm-hmm. I met him in 2016. Um, I met Maxo that same year. This is when Maxo was like doing shit on Bandcamp and shit. Yeah. Liv was too. Yeah. Seafood. Mm-hmm. Um, I met, I, li- I met Liv, like oh, Olivia. I met her the year after that. Um, but I met Mavi years ago. Really? I met Mavi the first year I made beats. 
No shit. Yeah. So back when you're a sophomore. Yeah. That's wild, because, like, for those of you who, who are listening, I'll have Mavi on the show for certain, but if you don't know who Mavi is, he's having a real, he's having a moment yeah, as of 2019. Yeah. yeah, his his record went huge. Mm-hmm. Just this morning, I seen, like, a big Pitchfork article about oh, him. Oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah just this morning. Yeah. So, you, you've known him since he was a kid. Yeah, I've known him since I was in high school. Since you were both kids, probably, yeah. yeah. Um, How? Through this fucking internet kick group chat shit. Like on some random shit, I was I was on the internet doing my I was I had internet friends, yeah, and he had internet friends, and they were like, "Who raps?" Yeah, and I was like, "Who makes beats?" He's like, "Who makes beats?" And we got linked up to that. No shit. So you used to feed him beats or what? I I um I sold my first beat. I showed him some beats. Yeah. So he saw my SoundCloud. Yeah. And I sold my first beat to him, and he bought his first beat for me. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like Man, first ever transaction. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's so crazy. You, that's crazy. That's really dope. Yeah. You you're the first beat he ever bought? Yep. And I'm the first I ever sold was to him, you yeah. That's legendary on both of you guys' exactly. parts. Because both of you guys' trajectories are going up. Yeah. And so it's like that's gonna be one of those they stories kinda, where kinda, whoever breaks. They, they kinda like at there we were here, yeah. kinda like split off and came back together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys knew each other as kids, and then you went your own route, and now that we were always still like t- yeah. tapped in, but it, we across the country, we, yeah, we never right. hung out. So because he's in the Carolinas, yeah, and I'm in Oakland, so okay, it was, like, yeah. we never was like super tapped in. Like, yeah, of course, like, was, you could you couldn't go yeah, knock. I was each always other. giving him beats, like yeah. um, that. This song I have on my SoundCloud called "Concern." That yeah. was the old beat I gave him, and he just like. When you heard him back then, did he rap as good as he is now? Hell yeah, he been fire. No way, really. He's been cra- he's always been crazy with the pen. No way. Like I was jealous. I was like, nigga, you were fucking insane. Like, yeah, he just he's he, fire. Yeah, like he, yeah, I can't explain. He's just fire. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy because that brings me to one of the things that really put you on the map in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I told you previously, like I first saw you because of an Earl tweet, mm-hmm. but then. And then I heard a couple of songs, and I was like, oh, yeah, I was, I was tapped in, I was mm-hmm, listening, I was mm-hmm. responding or liking on Twitter and shit. Mm-hmm. But what really solidified it was on the last Earl record, you produced mm-hmm. a beat, and coincidentally, fucking Mavi, Mavi yeah. goes handbone on that yeah, shit. And just funny. like... Yeah, because um, I made that beat. I made that beat with Earl in the studio. And oh, like, really? He didn't say anything. Yeah. I think he was like sleep, sleeping or something. Yeah, yeah. But I sent it to him after. Yeah. And like, I just texted it to him, like, here's this beat. And, I, and then he didn't say anything. So I sent it to Mavi, and I was like, yeah, here's this beat. And then this, on the same day, Earl sent it back to me, and I was like, oh, shit. With like, the verse? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And Mavi sent it back to me in, like, the same hour. They and, both had laid it? Yeah, and I was like, oh, shit, part two. Yeah. And I was like, yo, look. And they are like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a song now. Did they both know that they had the beat, or I that was know. just an accident? I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. It was crazy. Because it, so, it feels like they were there together. No, they it, this was separate. That's crazy. This was recorded separately. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the feeling. Were, yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah, the yeah, feeling yeah, 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 yeah. is there, it's you know? It's wild, yeah. Yeah, it's almost like, there's something about that song where, I mean, Earl's young as fuck, but he's like yeah. the OG of this scene yeah, now because exactly. he's been on for so yeah, long yeah. where it's it almost feels like he taps in to let Mavi kind of like, it's like a changing yeah, of the exactly. guard almost or some yeah, shit. Yeah, he's like, look at this dude. He's, yeah, he's like, yeah. let me step aside and let this dude kill it real yeah, quick. Mavi, yeah, that whole shit is crazy. That's dope. And, to, and to be on that song, yeah. producing is like a whole full circle. Yeah, when that comes out, how does it feel? I mean, that was like one that of the talked about tight. songs of that shit. I was like, damn, this is crazy. Just like seeing people see that shit. That is, I, I still can't believe it. It's weird. Like, I'm on the last old record. That's so weird to think about. It's really dope, man. Congrats. Yeah, but yeah, it's tight. Yeah. 
I mean, was it like a spine tingly thing or like? Hell the, yeah. yeah. Even just him, like, cause he he touched me like, yo, what's the sample? And I was like, oh, it's this. Like, yeah, it's going, it's going on the album. Cause you got to clear it. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, it is word. But I still, I just, I don't know. Some shit is just like shocking, but I can't even like portray yeah. how shocking it is. Yeah, cause yeah. it's like crazy. What yeah. do your folks think? They're happy. Yeah. They're like, oh shit, I got a, I got the, I got a check from Warner, and they're like, oh shit, my dad was like, what the, who, where did, where did it come from? And I was like, yeah. oh, like, oh what? And he's like, yeah, yeah. My mom was happy and shit. Like they, they see it, they see it going up now, and they're like, they're super, like, wow, yeah. like, yeah. That's dope, man. How do you feel in this moment in time? Does it feel like this is the beginning of your forever? Like, are you? Yeah, yeah. I feel that. I feel like from here going forward, I got. I got a lot of shit to say. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be like the nigga who like makes beats for people. Yeah. Like I want I'm I'm gonna be the nigga who like you gonna hear what I have to say. Yeah. I got I got shit to say visually and shit to say literally. Yeah. So like I got shit to say. Yeah. Like I'm, it's gonna be hard. Like y'all, y'all like I'm 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 where I am now, but it's gonna like it's gonna be even crazier in a few years. Like, I'm yeah. gonna go up. Yeah. I love that. I just want to stop that right there because that's the perfect ending. I, I completely and utterly believe that and have faith in that, man. I, I want to say thank you for coming in and making this time. Full transparency, we did this before and this came out completely different. I fucked up yesterday. I fucking accidentally saved over his podcast. And yeah. I'll tell you, this one I think came out even this better. Is, this is super polished. This one yeah. came out even better. I'm and less sick. We're, le- we're both less sick. Yeah. And, and also, I feel like we went some different places yeah, that yeah. I wouldn't have. And it felt even exactly. better. Yeah. yeah. Man, so thank you so much. I, I really apologize for making you come in twice. No, nah, I'm glad I came. But it was one of those things. Yeah. I, I really had to make this decision of like, am I going to cool. fuck this dude over and be like, oh, I lost your file <laughs> in a month? Or tell or tell him and see if he can come in tomorrow. Nah, yeah. So I'm glad that we did this and yeah. made the right choice. But yeah. um, all right. The new record is out. It's called Try Again. Yes, sir. Came out in January. It's available on all DSPs, all your digital streaming platforms. So... If you use iTunes or Spotify or Tidal or whatever the fuck, go mm-hmm. find it. It's probably on Bandcamp too and SoundCloud yep. and all yep. that. Yep. I love the record. Thank you. You got all the you've got all the usual suspects on there from the scene that I was just talking about. You got yes, Mavi, sir. you got you got Pink Sifu, um, you got Dimaggio, who is your homie that you've known since like seventh since grade. Seventh grade yeah. yeah, that's your that's your dude. Yeah. And Navy Blue's on there mm-hmm. as well. Navy Blue is someone I forgot to mention when I was talking about that scene, but I love his records as well. Mm-hmm. What's the response been like? It's been it's been amazing. It's Good. been, like, I'm glad. It's been very positive. Yeah. And, like, going forward, I'm like, yes. Like, now I, I can, like, get my shit off now. That's right. I can, like, yeah. I, yeah. And, and you're I, here. And you I'm told here. me that you grew up watching this show, and I, I fucking love to hear that. Eat, bro. Uh, and I appreciate that, so I'm glad that show I watched the first one. It was, was Kyle. The first one was Kyle. That's yeah. right. I mean, that's dope. And I love, I love when shit gets to come full circle like this. Yeah. So, that said, where can the people find you online? Uh, everywhere at O-V-R-K-A-S-T Overcast It's spelled weird um, Instagram, Twitter, all that shit SoundCloud, all that shit Yep, easy to Google O-V-R-K-A-S-T Follow this man on the gram And on Twitter And on find him on SoundCloud All those places Look for him on YouTube too Because he got shit to say visually He says uh, Exactly Yo, Silas, thank you for your time, man I fucking course, appreciate man. it Yeah Let's shake it down. <laughs> My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you can follow me online at It's Intuition. You can follow us as a unit at Kinda Neat on Twitter and Instagram. Let's get that shit up. You can follow us on YouTube.com slash Kinda Neat, where you're going to see my man Overcast perform. He does a medley of face and try again. Beautiful performance. I think that's it, man. Anything else you want to add? Uh, shout out to Dimaggio. Shout out to my girlfriend, Sample Love. Shout out all the homies in the scene. 
Uh, yeah, shout out my job, the library. I love y'all. Shout o- out Oakland the library. library. Go I'm to fucking, your fucking library. Go to your library. Go to your library, man. Is yeah. I learned. I started learning to speak French again because of the library. Bro, Is the, you could do anything you can at the library. Anything, bro. That's it. Hey, this was Overcast. My name is Lee, and this was kind of neat. Peace.